I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast. How are we, Mark? You okay? Hello, Mark. How's things? Have you missed me? Oh, I have missed you, mate. These international breaks, mate, don't have to make the absence. You know, it makes the hard grow fun there, absolutely. Of me or Everton? Oh, both. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say you more than Everton lately, because they've all got our, our, our grapes going, haven't they, with the way they've been playing and stuff. But, Certainly have. But, uh, we no, still miss it, them, though, don't we, when yeah, they're not playing? We do, I think we miss the emotion of the game, and, and we miss talking about about how pissed off we are with them or even how we made up we are with them but it's shit isn't it international football it really has ruined more weekends than Martin has hasn't it <laughs> it's, um, it's the second one of the season I know it's, it's so disruptive isn't it I mean yeah. not like we were doing well but you know if, if Everton were on the back of a couple of victories you know against Palace and, yeah. and Bournemouth then you'd be you'd be even more annoyed because it just dis- disrupts the flow and obviously there's potential injury concerns going Absolutely. into a massive game against Man City, so Huge. it's just it's just a joke, isn't it? I mean, it can work both ways. You can give the, the club time to sort of regroup, and they've had a good start, and we've had a dip, and then maybe that maybe Cuban sees that time that we've had now that's been excruciating for the rest of us as as beneficial for the team because they can you know regroup, gather their thoughts, and and go again. I hate that saying, pure Gerard, but you know, <laughs> but, you know, we can we can just start fresh. Well, hopefully, it, hopefully, 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 it does have that effect. But um, there's no getting away from the fact that me, you, and you know, countless other Evertonians out there and football fans are uh, are just pissed off. Less, I have less you know wondering what? what to do with themselves. Yeah, when, it's just when England you know what? Like, while we're talking, while we're on a rant, I, the way I hate international football, being a John Gotti S gambler, right? There's literally no footy in the week to, to gamble on apart from the international football. So it's like so you miss out on all the on all the both teams to score coupons and yeah. all that type of stuff. I I hate international football. You can't do your fantasy football neither. No, and when you can't no you're doing Sky Sports Super Six, right? And you're trying to figure out Bristol Rovers against MK Dons or, or that's it, and I'm trying to sound intelligent. I'm going on the Super Six panel. Charlie Nichols, he hasn't got a jab. He hasn't got a jab. What he's saying, he's coming two one. Everyone's going two one because he hasn't got a clue. <laughs> <laughs> so I went four nil. Morecambe didn't work. <laughs> well, yeah, we've uh, we've had this. This is the second international break, and obviously, I think England play tomorrow night, do they? Yeah, tonight. Slovenia. Yes, yes, tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the big debate really starting or not. I'm so tired. Yeah, pa- apparently he's not playing, is he? And there's been a big press conference and all that. But um, this isn't an England podcast. You'll be able to know. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about Everton. And I think last time I saw you, we was uh, we were jumping around when Everton beat Sunderland three 0 That's right, mate. Singing the Balassi song, and uh, yeah, feels like a lifetime ago. That doesn't it? It was it only does. like what was it? Four maybe weeks ago? Four weeks ago, something like that, but it does feel like maybe last season. It was a Monday you know? night, so it probably was. was four weeks ago today, maybe. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. It was a long maybe time ago. three weeks ago. Yeah. Like, great that night. We were talking about that game, I think, I mean, after the podcast. Oh, like, we did. We were, we were well. convinced the, the title was already within grasp. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> that night. let's be honest, we all got a bit excited after that, but yeah. it did come on the back of a, of a run of results that had reason for us to get excited, yeah, and we beat Burren, don't forget, and the week before. And um, we had that League Cup game that we won as well. I think that was around just before the Sunderland game. So 
yeah, there was plenty of positivity. Unfortunately, since then, it hasn't really carried on, has it? No. What we'll do is we'll skirt through the um, the four games that have happened since. Yeah. We're not going to go into... Uh, well, it's such a lousy podcast. So many games have gone back. Now. <laughs> yeah. we, 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 we try and get to as many as we can, but it's impossible. There's that many games. I mean, the Borough game and the Norwich game were in a matter of three days. I know. So if you're going to come and review every game, you, you may as well just stay in ours. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um... But it's there's games to be covered, there's items to be discussed, and there's a lot of other business as well. Yeah. And things. I know you probably you've always got loads to get off your chest. <laughs> always eleven. So uh, we'll start at the beginning of the month. We'll look back for the Borough game, move on to the Norwich game, and then we've got Bournemouth and Palace since. Yeah. A lot, there's a lot of other things off the pitch as well. A few comedy discussions. Ab- absolutely. Some, some real, real. Yeah, random stuff. Courageous attempts to get away from the authorities. We'll, we'll try and cover <laughs> as much as we can in the next hour and put uh, portray our thoughts on on what's happened since yeah. th- so far this season, really overall. Absolutely, yeah. We're going to do the three word review. <laughs> I'm so excited about that because yeah. I don't really read that much. I haven't got an ability to take in a lot of information. So the snap, the a three word review, three-word review of the yeah. season so far. Yeah, it's been interesting <laughs> some of the findings. But um, looking back at that Borough game, Mark, it, it was. Not, not, not the best of starts. We did a goal, a goal behind. Yeah. Again, talking about this, it feels eight, like ages ago. But it, does. Uh, it was Alvaro Negredo went up, didn't he, for that header with uh, Stechlenberg? And it it was more, a foul, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it couldn't have been more sort of Andy Gray '84 Cup final. That's the vision I got when when I seen that go in, and it was you know real a bit of a joke that the goal was allowed, wasn't it? I think he yelled, I think he headed Stechlenberg's arm into and sort of you know forced. Forced roadhouse style into, into into the net, you know, it's just ridiculous. Hey, well, he didn't even make contact with the ball. It was his stepping big side that he headed. Well, they were it, it, they were allowed to. The goal stood, and we were a goal down. Um, just on the grade, oh, we were linked with him, wasn't we? We were. He's always played off, like you know, yeah. Didn't he go to Valencia and he's on loan at Borre? Somehow he's ended up in Borre. We were linked with him. Remember, twenty Mil- million move or something. Yeah, absolutely, we were. Well, I think while he was at City, I think yeah. it was, wasn't it? But he's a player I've always liked. You know, real sort of bullying sense of real cool in front of goal. He's got that presence up front, and you know, hell of a left peg as well, hasn't he? Not half. Yeah, real stark, real stark. Bite for Mills, but that he'll do well, I think, this season. We've got goals, but overall, they were, they were no great shakes. No, really, but, uh, they were disappointing, to be honest. For a promoted team with, with the youth that they had coming up, you know, the, the promoted teams tend to fancy it a good system, don't they? Whether we're playing well or not, and stuff. But yeah, they sort of muted, weren't they? There wasn't much to them. That goal side, which, which you know, comes up, which really, I think, didn't do them any favours. No, it, 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 angry, it, it, it sort of sparked Everton into life, and uh, Everton were quickly back in it with uh, Gareth Barry. Oh, yeah. Soon after Seamus Coleman and Lukaku, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was quite comfortable in the end, wasn't it? Second half was a bit of a... There was a bit of a panic setting, as we yeah. all do, when we go a goal behind. Um, but I think Gareth Barry's finished. If ever a finish, like personified, our player plays the game itself. It was that, wasn't it? You know, yeah. Cool, didn't flush the... Just measured into the top corner. Beautiful finish. That was a 600 Premier League game, if you remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. So... I think did Negredo's effort go down as an own goal? So those who would have took an ambitious punt on Gareth Barry's first goal would have been rewarded. Yeah, I think there are smart asses out there who would have linked the six hundred game with first goal scorer and made the money. It's never us. It's never us. <laughs> but we did we, we did come back and uh, it was yeah. it was good to see Everton basically brush butter aside from then on in and probably next part of an hour. Uh, there was only really one one winner in that game. As I say, I thought Middlesbrough were disappointing. Yeah. Everton, yeah, it took us to go a goal behind to spark us into life, but that's what we've done, and it was another three points. And yeah. um, it was, as I say, it came on the back of some a run of impressive games since the the middle of August. And yeah, looking at the league position and everything, we all we all really fancied the next run of fixtures after that. You know, the cup game, then going to Bournemouth and hosting Palace, but it just hasn't worked out that way. No. That tends to be football and tends to be Everton and you know there's a bit of negativity set in but looking at the, the game that followed that the Borough result mark it yeah. was Norwich in, in, on a Tuesday night wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, really. Um, want to do your three word review of that game? <laughs> Absolute shite, only two words but there's one word. <laughs> oh it was really, really gut-wrenchingly disappointing wasn't it? As, yeah. as a lot of, I think a lot of fans feel this way as you get older and, and you see another cup exit 
It's just they do cut a lot deeper than before. Absolutely, you know, it's just that that represents a real opportunity for us to, to end this drought, which is the biggest millstone round the club's neck. And every time that we meekly go out to someone who let's face it, it's not gonna go much further in the competition. No. You know, it's never gonna we never lose the clubs who do we the clubs who beat us invariably get knocked out the next round. So it's not like we ever lose to the winners or stuff. I'll probably get proved wrong ten times on that. But it's got another cup final that we have nothing to do with. You know, it's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's just got it in it. We, I mean, Cumin, to my surprise, didn't look that arsed mm. after the game. I was a little bit annoyed at his, his, his sort of coolness. He looked a lot more pissed off at the first half against Sunderland than he did at the 90 minutes against Norwich, you know? Yeah. He wasn't happy after a 3 0 win Sunderland. But he didn't seem that. I mean, I'm probably wrong. Yeah, I love Cumin, think he's great, but I don't think League Cup was his priority at all. Maybe so, and I mean, it did change the team, but regardless of that, that, that starting 11 that went out there and the substitutes mm-hmm. that came on were, were good enough to beat the championship side who were, who were average, with all due respect to knowledge, they're average, but they came and fair play to them, they were worthy winners on the night, but yeah. I thought we, we, we fielded a side that was, it did, you know, it did feature changes, but definitely strong enough to overcome them, and again, the first first goal scored, it was nailed on to be Naismith, wasn't nailed it? On. It was nailed on, and... You know, credit to him, he, he's come back and he's put a shift in, he's got his name on the score sheet. Um, but there was a bit of thing about fans clapping, I think they clapped the fact I, I ranted straight after it, I did rant perfect, uh, normal style. Uh, but I think fans clapped the fact that he didn't celebrate against us. But even so, it's, you know, clapping before, yeah. Jordan after, but, you know, leave it, leave it if he's just scored. It tends yeah. to be one of them. Things that divided right. our fans, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it doesn't sit right with me that we clapped at all. You've you got fans clapping who've never seen us lift the trophy, you know, the guy who's just scored a goal, which potentially has knocked us out of the cup. And it did knock us out of the cup, but, you know, I don't know, I think it's just all these sitting in. You get less tolerant with things like well, that. But. It is respectful, yeah. It is respectful, and I get of that. Of course, and we are a classy club like that, so that is in our nature. But, but there's the nice same, and then there's nice. In the same breath, though, I'd say it's quite small-minded and yeah. a bit of a... Nicey, nicey mentality. Whereas I'd rather us beat beat them, be beating them five 0 And if Naismith gets a consolation, maybe then I'd give yeah. him a round of applause. Absolutely. But not when we got a goal down, and then second half, you know, it wasn't much better, was it? And that, no. that other kid scored the wonder goal, Josh Murphy. But it was a terrific on the night, and that was really worthy to win it. Yeah, and it was just it was one of them, as you say, another another chance at silverware passes us by, and definitely is our. It's like some sort of hex on that, that competition. It's just, we've just never done anything in no. it. I, mean, I think we were sitting here two seasons ago saying the same after we got beat 4 0 by Swansea, didn't we? Yeah. And, we're saying the same thing that. in two seasons' time as well. It's just yeah. the League Cup on us. Very much like me and my ex wife last six months. Just, I'm not getting on. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get one in, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. Ex-wife always gets a mention on these shows. <laughs> Someone else should get a mention, but ex-wife always does. <laughs> well, that, that was probably, the, the, the Norwich game was being the start, hasn't it? The tipping yeah. point, shall we say, of, of what's followed and um, the negativity from that yeah. carried on, didn't it? Well and truly into Bournemouth, but different so, sort of team against Bournemouth, different sort of game. Um, again, disappointing display from Everton. Again, it's just horrible, wasn't it? Making a side who are probably, with all due respect, average look yeah. look half decent, which yeah. I thought we'd done against Norwich. And I think average is, a, is generous, to be honest. When you're describing Bournemouth, I'm not being snobby, but the, you know, there's not much to them, is there? They're, they're a good side. They knock it around a lot, but they shouldn't be hating you no. in any way, shape. But well, not the way that we had. You don't hear many Premier League sides, and I mean decent Premier League sides, going to Bournemouth and not winning. No, exactly. You know, you don't. Bournemouth will beat the clubs around them, and maybe the odd top ten team, you know, and stuff like that. But see what Arsenal done there. That's the way you, you play at Bournemouth, isn't it? You know, yeah. with that ruthlessness and stuff. We just well, we, we, whereas we saw that in 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 numbers against Sunderland, a ruthless yeah. streak. We just didn't see it against Bournemouth, and we did have a few chances. I think Tillerson, Mister Sitter, Lukaku had chances, but. Um, it was great save from Lukaku header, wasn't it? From yeah. the goal, but it was one of them for the pictures, you know, straight at him. And like it, you know. I think Barry was carrying a knock, but you know, these aren't excuses. We ultimately we should we should be beating Norwich in midweek, whatever side we put up, and we should be going to Bournemouth and at least getting a point. 
um, to keep yeah. the momentum going, really, because we were unbeaten up until the Norwich game and obviously unbeaten in the league up until the Bournemouth game, but we got up the cup and then the unbeaten run is comes crashing to an end on the south coast and it's it, it has it has resulted in a lot of negativity. And the deflation, I think then that led to increased anxiety to beat Palace, which, which you know, didn't happen and now sort of everyone's levelled out on could do better. You know, it's like that, isn't it? The way I, I think it is with Everton right now. It's like, you know, Bournemouth, that was a perfect opportunity to bounce back and score three or four goals, feel good about ourselves again, get going again, forget everything that's happened in the League Cup for now. Um, but, you know, it's just, it just added to fucking... Uh, excuse me, like, it just added to say it's the, the, the huge disappointment that was the Norwich game, wasn't it? You know? Definitely, and it's, as I say, it's 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 built a bit of negative momentum, whereas, you know, the five weeks probably that were, yeah. came before that, we were building positivity, we were thought, you know, we're, we're, we're grinding out wins, yeah. then we can turn on the style, you know, we maybe people have said we weren't, we haven't played that many good sides, but, you know, I thought we were more than a match for Tottenham on the opening day, and they're the only unbeaten side left in the league at the moment. Absolutely. Look no. how they're playing. So, real quality team, you know, yeah. I do feel like we, you know, we've shot ourselves in the foot a bit with that because you know, even if you, well, it's compounded by the fact that we travelled to Man City on Saturday, you know, Saturday, exactly, yeah, and exactly. they're smashing everybody. The games so, get no easy though, do no, you? they don't. Um, but like you say, wins against Bournemouth, you know, and, and Palace even that buffers what is going to be a really difficult game at City. You know, where every chance we're going to get beat by a few if we don't perform to our very best, and we really do. Yeah, yeah, do we, you know, but... We yeah. used to. We used to, got yeah. under Moy, you see. It was like, the minute they got into the top four, we lost interest in trying to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> but we used to have, I think we won there three years on the spin. Two and yeah. Just thinking back to last year when uh, Barkley scored that worldie and then we went on, and that was in the League Cup as the well, League Cup, it? yeah. We beat them at Goodison on the Wednesday and then we got, beat, got turned over, didn't we? And it was just one after the other. Um, Absolutely. So, Tangent. <laughs> tangent, yeah, as usual. An unhappy tangent. Rather, let's look at the Palace game in more focus because it is the most recent game. Yeah. Um, and it was a Friday night. It, yeah, was, it was being billed as a, you know, a, a one almighty party at Goodison. But I'll come to my views on the atmosphere and our supporters in a minute when you've had your say on the yeah. game. But uh, Lukaku gave us probably a deserved lead in the first half. We'd done yeah, all right, didn't we? I've got to say, for absolute miserable ass like me, I was absolutely made up with the way we played first half. I yeah. mean, it sounds really... I thought we played great. Even the likes of Brian Oviedo was a bit of a yeah, scapegoat. He was doing well, wasn't quality, he? Quality. I, I thought Balassi done great first half. I thought he looked, you know, purposeful. He wasn't being, you know, play, ex-players normally play shite against their, their former clubs, don't yeah. they, when they come up against them. But I thought he, he, he looked really... You know, on it first half, nothing second half, admittedly, but but first half, I thought everything was everything was sound. I was more than happy first half. I thought one more goal. You always need that second goal with Everton, always. Yeah. And when it doesn't come, we we always pay for it. But um, first half, I was made up with it. The goal was well deserved. You know, Wall won't be too happy with itself with that goal, will it? But you know the way the way we played, I thought it was just just like what we needed yeah. uh, after the recent run of games but so it was all it was all going well I'm until half time I'm telling you we looked authoritative against them yeah. that first half we've got a poor record but, haven't we oh, all Palace are a really good team they're, they're, everyone's played well this season against us but Palace really looked the business didn't they you know I thought they looked a real danger every time they went forward themselves but you know whereas First half, we, we were landing more punches than them. Second half, we kind of wilted a little bit. Mm. you know. But First half, great. Yeah, great free kick. But also more important to see Lukaku keep his goal scoring going now. You know, I get the feeling he's, he's not happy until them goals start coming in and then you see a different Lukaku. Yeah, he's he's not good in a drought. So I don't think he, he starts to get, in, get in a sulk, maybe starts, you know, turning away to the Belgian media or whatever. But, yeah. you know, when he's in... A goal scoring uh, mode that he is now, he's, I think he looks a happy bully, doesn't he? Well, we need him to be in the goal scoring yeah. mode, don't we? You know, someone else. We're looking around the team, and there's not many other people chipping in with goals on that Everton side. No. I mean, I Gareth Barry, is... Gareth Barry and Coleman have scored of late. But you can't be relying on them to to, got, to, to get your goals. We've only scored one goal in our in our last three games, and yeah. that's been Lukaku free kick. So that is a worry for me. You know, Dilla Morales. 
Yeah. Not really, not really cutting it, are they? Aaron Lennon's really? been in and out. He's, he's not really had a run of form. I think Aaron Lennon deserves. It sounds stupid, I know, but I think he deserves a place ahead of Morales and Dalfour. A little chance. I just, I've been really unimpressed by Morales. He really got it off me after the. I think it was the Bournemouth game where I didn't even know he was playing until he took a corner mm. on the stroke of a half time. Put it this way, one of them, or one of them, won't start against City. To no, the absolutely Mars. not. Yeah. No. Cleverly or Lennon or someone will yeah. come in there. Um, I, I, it, I Lennon should be a player that we. we should, I, I done it great when he came on, but you know under this new this new vision of Cumin, you think he'd be a player that would get left behind. You know, with with a new dynamic, and not Lennon plays like that, but he's on his way down a little bit, isn't he? You know, but mm. I do, do think Delafoe and Morales have stunk it all badly. I mean, Delafoe's second half performance against Bournemouth was was Ali dear time. Mm. <laughs> That's why I thought it was that bad. Give him a nut. It just hasn't. It just has not yet lived up to his potential since coming to England. And, and um, to be fair to Kuman, he massaged his ego in, in in pre-season, give him every chance, didn't he? Playing him up front and. Giving him starts and, and I think he wanted to show him that he could play up front. Just he looked okay in pre-season, nothing great, but he hasn't kicked on, has he at all? No. Yeah. No, and I don't know what it's gonna take because before you know I'm it. I'm not seeing my Barcelona maybe we're happy yeah, to, to Before you know it, he'll be twenty seven. I know. Um, and, and we're talking about him like we're talking about James Vaughan. He's been here for five years and he's hardly chipped in, in with anything. I can't believe by the way, James Vaughan is only twenty eight and playing for Berry. Uh, what happened there? <laughs> He's had a few clubs. That's it all. Then pace, power, should have had it all. Yeah. Anyway. So if you remember Delafoe, remember that spell he went through with Lukaku, you know, where he just kept throwing the balls over those little, yeah. little bit of backlift, and he was whipping them in, and Lukaku. What well, I can't remember what season that was. It may have been Martinez' first season, but I can't remember him actually hitting a run of form since and getting any assists and goals. He's just the, massively underachieving yeah, at the moment. Yeah, that's Magnus' first season, the Christmas period when we were beating Stoke 4-0 and Delphoe came on and took the game. He was the start of that game. Um, was was when he was in his pomp, I think. And then Morales sort of took it from there, didn't he, after Christmas when we, we won seven on the spin. That was mainly Morales and stuff. Mm. But Delphoe just... He was someone who I could not believe we got. After watching him in the Spain under-17 tournament that you get on them jag Eurosport channels when you're desperate for any kind of football, yeah. he was what he looked at the absolute bomb playing for Spain in that tournament. And when we, we, we signed him that, that summer, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. How Barcelona would even let him go. He looked ready for, for to be joining Messi and, and the likes then. Mm. But you can, you know, Barcelona don't let real good players go. It's as simple as that. Isn't it? He's obviously got a million and one flaws. <laughs> and, and now we've got it. We've got to iron them out, but it's going to take more than a morphe riches, I think. <laughs> it's just. Uh, I'm looking at your iron pile. No, I'm only asking. He's just. He's just underachieving, and he's you know flattering to deceive. But him and Morales are the likes to coast in and out of seasons and games, and it's yeah. frustrating as hell because we know the good players. But against Palace was no different, really. Um, Delafoe didn't get a start, but I thought Morales. Just looked disinterested, didn't he? Didn't yeah. make an impact. I don't. I don't think he done anything of note. He had maybe twenty five minutes second half. Was it? He came on a sub. It's not like he uh, didn't have any kind of impact. It's not you bringing him on for a spark and anything. And as you say against Bournemouth, it was just. I didn't even know he was in the game. And surely a player like Kevin. You can Morales, tell when they don't fancy you, can't you? Yeah. You can just tell when. Right away, but I don't get fancy. it. Someone said it. it's stupid that a player has to get up for any game. That's yeah. his job. Yeah. That's like me and you saying we only get up for a Friday and work. Because yeah. it's the weekend, you know. That's yeah. we have to do it every single day, whether we like it or not. So if you're paid seventy grand a week, we're at hundred and seventy grand a week nowadays. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're playing Wimbledon or or Arsenal or whoever. You you you've got to do your job. Yeah. I just don't get it. You'd be up for certain games. Yeah. Every day's the same in work for me. It's a lot of shite, but I have to get up nonetheless and go and try my best. It must it must <laughs> frustrate the likes out of the like the likes of your Jagielkas and your uh, yeah. Gareth Barrys who. I think even they, they, they keep a level of consistency and professionalism throughout games, and they're not in the game to create and score no. goals. And there's a lot more pressure on attacking players. Well, there isn't a lot more pressure, but they're the ones in the more on yeah. the line. Like, I mean, massive hero, my legends, but Duncan Ferguson's exactly the same. Yeah. When he didn't look asked, and it was mainly when the likes of you know Wimbledon and, and Coventry yeah. rolled into town, we'd end up getting turned over. He didn't, just didn't look bothered. Yeah. You know, but, the big games. It's the why we love him as well. He did in the big games, I guess. Yeah, 
<laughs> but Palace, it was, it was, a, it was definitely a game of two halves. Ben Tech, he scored a fantastic header, didn't he? And Again, nailed on the a Liverpool player. Yeah. Max Liverpool, yeah. It, it was a really good header, though. Um, it was. He's in half place. Our defending could have been a lot better. Stachelberg probably came in for a bit of criticism against Palace. First time he's maybe looked a bit... If he, yeah, it didn't look assured, did he? And so yeah. a few little mistakes that added to the pressure that Palace were putting on us. And yeah, and when they, with their movements and attack and threat. They really were fluid, weren't yeah. they? Not punching. And, and Townsend is Townsend a good player. Townsend was excellent, yeah. I thought he was really good. And Ben Techie is a smart addition. They've got Zaha there as well. They'll, they'll do all right, Palace won't do, you know. I think they'll surprise a lot of people. They brought Johan Kabay off the bench, and I think that's a sign of they've got a bit of strength there. See, in my head, I still play Crystal Palace the name when we used to smash them 4 0 in the early 90s, and everyone used to beat them. But they're, they're a really good team. They've got they, some good players. They deserve respect and, and, you know, and a lot of praise because, as much as I hate that fella, he's done, done well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a tit, isn't he? Turned it round a little bit, and he had a bad start. Well, the thing is, with them, they'll go away uh, disappointed with that because they, they should have won it early, that yeah. Damien Delaney had a. Uh, Pretty much a replica of the Benteki scenario, wasn't it? And uh, when it nestled, we thought, here we go, they're going to get all three points on the road. Ruled out. Ruled out, and probably wrongly so. Absolutely. Yeah, there was not much wrong with that goal, was there? Trying to remember, there was a lot of ale consumed that day. I did watch the game, I was still sitting in the upper (laughs) glasses. But you're right, it was uh, unfortunate for us that we got away with that classic Everton. Couldn't just turn up and be. Be dominant and win thing and send everybody back to the oh, back Friday night. I yeah. know. but this this is shine off it. A draw's better than not nothing, um, especially on the back of two defeats. Yeah, kind of leveled it out, and, and now we go. We have to start again in City. No better place really to, to kick. I mean, it's it's such a crap thing because nine times out of ten you get turned over, but there is no better place to start than Man City away. If you win that game, you know. Well, that's it. You, I do you, think City can be got. At. I don't think they. Well, we, we know John Stones can be got. <laughs> He's been got that plenty of times in the shit. They're on the back of a defeat, Yeah. Um, against Tottenham. No, and Aguero. Is, is Aguero still out? He's, or? he's in and out all the time. Yeah, he's a real player. You don't know whether to put him in your fancy team because he's, he's in one week out the next. But I'm sure they've got Bayern Munich a few days after us, so... Hopefully Pep will do us a favour and he'll rest Hopefully. eight players. Eight, uh, nine players. You know, Silva, Aguero, De Bruyne, <laughs> Sterling. Pep, Just all the, uh, not the way telling you how to do your job, mate, but I think you're going to need them for Bayern Munich. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but just finishing off on the Palace game, Mark, yeah. um, it was built a bit of a party central, wasn't it? Well, from what I read, it seemed like everyone was... By really me, pretty much. I was never looking forward to a game so much. Yeah, and it, 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 was, a, it was a bit of a, a novelty going to go to someone on Friday night. It and was, I thought, yeah. Usually when, when everyone... It's been a night game, you know, especially at the weekend, attached to the weekend, the Saturday evening game, yeah. they're notoriously decent atmosphere-wise. But uh, I just noticed when I got in, Goodison, I thought, it's flat, isn't it? It was yeah. really flat, and I don't know whether that's because we were on the back of two defeats... Um, I don't know. I thought with, with everyone with a few ales down, and, yeah. Uh, the end, that, it was almost like the. It was like a. It felt like a Monday night game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? See, no, I linked. I linked the Everton atmosphere to one in the in the mid nineties when I was season ticket holder, Big Duncan sticking it in past Liverpool and all that. that it was. It was like I'm not saying it was like it was like worldy and all that, right? But the atmosphere was always up, and we had such a bad team back then. You know what I mean? It was nothing yeah. to shout at. Um, and there was that core of people in the Gladys Street who got it going and stuff like that, but that, that core is gone now. I do think, you know, we talk about Lille, when we went to Lille, the designated cop ends, I think we're in desperate need for something like that. But that, that core of people who got everything started, see now the sad thing is that Everton, when you start singing or, or you join in with the singing, a lot of people turn around and look at you. It's as almost if, as if as if it's three a.m. in the morning and they have work. It's almost frowned upon, which is uh, which is ridiculous. Why are you sitting in the Gladys Street if you don't want to hear singing? No. Isn't it? But that's yeah. like saying it, it goes to the cop and you don't like you know loud noises. It's not a silent scene. I'm trying to get it out that there's no atmosphere. <laughs> it's right though, Mark, and it, it's not a new thing, right? No. This isn't a new thing. The Goodison and I know the club. I think the club are reaching out to certain people to. To potentially, you know, yeah. gain a bit of feedback as to what could potentially change. Yeah. To help the atmosphere because at the end of the day, there's yeah. not many Premier League grounds that can get 40,000 
Fans. In, in such a close proximity to the exactly. we're it's not like, making the most of it. We're not a West Ham, um, <laughs> we're not a new stadium, we're, we're a traditional <laughs> British football ground, which we should be embracing that. Now, obviously when Everton are doing better on the pitch, there is a lot more atmosphere generated, there's a lot more of a buzz around the place, but my mentality on Friday was, I'm coming in here, right, and I was buzzing, I thought, end of the week, as a few scoops for let's go in here and let's fly at these and have a yeah. real go. You know, a yeah. point, a point to point, I wasn't too downbeat about that. I thought I'll take that. I'd rather yeah. take that than that Delaney had to be allowed and we're on the back of a third defeat on the road. Absolutely. So yeah. I, I tried to have a bit of perspective, but going in there, I thought, I just thought this this has got the potential to turn into a really horrible Friday night. This. Yeah, it has. Just because. Half, there's a lot of our fans who are losing their heads after five, ten minutes screaming, and Ross Barkley's a name on the end of everyone's. And I thought lips, Ross Barkley done great first half. Well, but even out, even yeah. before the game, like we all have a laugh and joke and stuff on Twitter. But when it, when the team sheet was announced, like there was people having full on meltdowns about Tom Cleverley and Brian Oviedo starting, but they started for a reason. Apparently, Delafoe got stuck on a motorway or something, didn't he? Or his car yeah. broke down, so otherwise he probably would have started in Tom Cleverley's place, but ironically, Oviedo goes on to be one of the standout performers, in my opinion. So, and, But Cleverley's presence added to a very, if you ask me, a very dominant Everton performance in that first half. It was, you know, without being totally dominant, it, it was, it, I thought we were, we were imposing enough, absolutely, on Palace, you know. We didn't do much wrong in the first that. half, put it that way. No, I'm not a Tom Cleverley fan either, by the way, but it was horses for courses, and we, we seemed to do well first half. See, I just, I just thought we go in there, and I'm not saying you've got to have a load of ale down you to have an atmosphere, but we go in there and everyone's upbeat on a Friday night at Goodison. We've not, we don't have these. No. Let's be up for it in front of the cameras against Palace. We always have a decent game against them, um, but it, it just failed to get going. And I just think once said cars dies down, then players must think, fucking hell, you know, they can have talk the talk these Evertonians, right? But once the, once we're inside the ground, you just don't see it. And Crystal Palace. Or here, it's like Crystal Palace fans are just one of a number who just take we're taking the Mickey out of the lack yeah. of atmosphere. And I always think like scousers are always loud, hardy in your face people, but you know, up for a laugh and up for a sing song. Yeah. And I'm let's be honest, Goodison Park's majority is scousers. Yeah. Um, unlike some. Um <laughs> But it, it just it's it goes the other way inside the crowd. It's like these little clicks of people, it's like yeah, like, honestly, panicking. Where I was sat, there was people panicking and screaming at players losing possession or you know maybe not going full throttle in a tackle. Lukaku not win the head. It was full on meltdowns, and I get as frustrated as the next man. But there was there was both you know men standing up arguing in that second half, and I'm thinking, fucking get a grip, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I I I do believe that. There's a lot of frustrated Evertonians out there, and I'm one of them, and you're one of them. But yeah, we but do need to channel it in a more of a a, a together no, way. You have right? to have a sense of perspective. I don't even know the point I'm trying to make. But no, I know what you're saying. It's like we're it's like we're not happy unless we're we're dwelling in this 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 fume, this angst. We need it. We need it. It's it's what it's, it's what's part of our bloody. That's what happens to a club when you go twenty one years without winning a trophy. Maybe maybe so. And I've I've used the word like grieving after the Martinez here, and I do think that's maybe sent some of our fans heads west. And yeah. I don't know what to think. They don't know what to expect. Well, it's like on another day we turn up there and we beat Palace three 0 Yeah. And Goodison's booming. Um, but you know it wasn't to be, and I think. It's a bit naive for our fans to think that everything's just going to change overnight. Totally, mate. But we're that thirsty for success that we're now seeing, you know, we had a real solid start to the season. We're that desperate for success now that we're not, we're not keeping ourselves grounded when we do well. And I'm the worst for it, absolutely. You know, and it goes the other way when, when we're not playing well as well. But I think with that, with that desperate to do well, that the first signs that we are doing well, we run amok. And then when it, when it invariably falls down because we're not the finished article then then people get there's no sense of balance there there's no there's no perspective so it's either extreme high or extreme low because we think oh fuck see we're not shit we're not we're not going to do well it's a panic because we haven't done anything for so long we just want to see Everton be the old Everton that we all grew up and watched on on you know our our fellas and granddads that told us about we're all desperate for that That's, that's my take on it See, I walked out and there was two lads and one of them was going, shite, absolutely shite Everton. And the other one was like kicking the cladding, like with his frustration that he may be, you know, pissed or not, it doesn't matter. And I'm thinking, what? 
are you watching the same match? Like, I do, I do think that, I don't know whether it's an age thing, but I do think yeah. that, um, looking at the league position and how we've set our stall out for this season, I do believe we're in a good place and I sound like a broken record saying it, but no, yeah. I do yeah. think there is a bit of perspective required and there's a lot of teams that I'd snap our hands off if we offered them our position where we are. Yeah. We've got a, we've got some dough now. We've got potential for the the, uh, yeah. the King's Dock. They're not the King's Dock, the new stadium. Where am I going with that? The, the new stadium. We've got the, a, the different, a different yeah. way of recruiting with Steve Walsh. Cooman, he's well-liked. You know, you've got to listen to fans of other clubs who... who Really speak again. Gave another excellent interview with Carragher. I thought exactly, and I think I, I agree with Everton. You say there's a lot of hard work to be done, with, which is why some of our fans need to realise that it'll take more than four or five months for this hall to change around. Yeah, and it might take more than four or five transfer windows for us to change yeah. the squad round and have an overhaul. And it, it, the th- you, you, you've seen this season. Look at Leicester. You yeah. know, look at look at look at Tottenham. Look at Arsenal. It's the same. It's the sort of same. It's not working out for Leicester as it did last season. No. Whereas it looks like the same old faces could be in and around the top four. Yeah. Look at United though they've had a wobble. I'm sure they lost three on the bounce, didn't they? Yeah. Also, yeah, so offered, uh, three it, times. It, it's yeah. all it's all like momentums and fits and starts. See, and we had our yeah. we had our run of consistency and we've lost that now. But it's an hour we come back from there and yeah. we need to go to City on Saturday with our head tailed eye. Yeah. Not all having a meltdown because we, we couldn't manage to beat Palace. And you know I, I, You're right, though. I'm not blaming our fans for results on a pitch, but on Friday I was more annoyed with our fans than I was ever. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to say about it. You, you expected when you go to one like game, you, you kind of get you kind of get hopeful or delusional even that, that you're going to get Ferguson all fire type of nights. But we all think that because I I do when I when I go to Everton nights, it's like could be one of them nights, you know, where where the house the with the roof lifts off, and there is no better sight than. And go to sun under the lights. There really isn't. It's it's a beautiful place, but uh, when when things are, it really doesn't take long for that frustration to kick in. And for me, that's down to total and utter desire for Everton to 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 do to really start doing things on the pitch. Mm. It's that's that's my frustration anyway. But what what I want to say there quick is that in the past we've had this frustration, and no guarantee that it's going to change. Now we have to believe now that things aren't going to change. Things yeah. it is a slow process, but things are in place for things to change for us big time. So we have that. That's what's keeping me saying. Oh, if you read me tweets, I'm sure I'm, I'm not that saying. But you know, that's what it is now. There is a vision behind us. There is a, a drive behind it. So we really that should 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 give us more patience than, than what we're showing right now. Yeah, yeah. it's a transitional journey that yeah begun with Cumin's appointments, and since then the 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 the. the the landmark moments, it was his appointment, the signs have made Walsh's appointment, talk of the stadium. Now, this, this season is a landmark in itself. Yeah. But the season's nine months. You know, we're in the first, seven games. We're in the yeah. first week in October, and I do really, um, you know, I can't see what will happen in the future. We could finish 10th. I, I really don't know, but I, I'm confident that there's a plan to make Everton yeah. in the top four, and, and who knows even better in, in the coming years. But it will take time, yeah. and I, I just believe that as much as I was annoyed, we we got beat against Norwich, and you know we we slipped a defeat at Bournemouth, and we couldn't manage to beat Palace. All is not lost, and no. far from it. And I, I do I do scratch my head when I when I see and hear some Evertonians' views, and I'm not saying by any stretch that I'm right in everything I say, but no, they did do me head in on that Friday, and I couldn't wait to get out of there in the end. You just wonder the character of the place has changed over the years. Absolutely, Evan. You know, it's just it's just not as raucous or there's not as many people up for singing as they used to be. You know, up in the upper gladders where we sit, it's like you can hear the people trying to get it going in the gladders. And then you know, but really, for us to be going doing anything, we need we need a really bad referee decision within thirty seconds. For us yeah, to get going. just to it's, get us out. It's always the same yeah. with us. Yeah. We need a really bad. It's almost worth doing. Send someone off after 10 seconds, 15 seconds. No, of course, that's stupid. Because an, ang- an angry the Goodison. The only thing that gets us going. An angry Goodison can have a really positive oh, effect. Abso- yeah. it's abso- I remember Blackburn at home, they went down to nine men. All got all kinds of keepers sent off. And BT's going with 1 1 0. One of the best, a totally random game. One of the best atmospheres mm. I've ever been part of. Purely down to the fact that. The referee sent to uh, goalkeeper. Not you know, not a, a silent Goodison which everyone's tearing their hair out every five every five yeah. minutes because someone loses a ball or whatever. It's just I do feel that 
But some even, people maybe even the just very need best to teams, the ball gets miscontrolled. I just believe that some of our supporters need to channel the frustrations a bit better than probably what they've done in the past few weeks with, with the results. But yeah. again, you know, supporters get excited and as much yeah. as as much as I'm speaking positively, I, I got carried away under Martinez's first season and probably stupid, stupid, stupidly. Um, but it's it's hard not to, isn't it? But looking back on that, I probably would have thought, well, hang on, I'll judge him. Yeah. And then you know I won't get too excited or too ahead of myself, but I probably did. And yeah. then it made this two seasons that followed even worse to take. Yeah. Absolutely. So at the moment, I'm just I'm willing to to just see how it pans out before I start flapping. Same here, you know I've flapped enough for everyone the last two years, and moaned enough, complained enough, trying to keep it level-headed. You know, you can be honest and say I'm pissed off for that, and fine, but, you know, don't be tweeting the manager and stuff like that, it's just ridiculous. Mm. You know, don't let that guy, you're just highlighting to everyone, need a balance. <laughs> the thing is, he missed out. He missed out on transfer targets as well, didn't he? Yeah. Which is frustrated that everyone. Which is obvious. Because that, yeah. people would like, oh, we haven't spent as much as we thought we would. Which is. And I didn't really wanted to, didn't they? Yeah. I'm not buying that they didn't want to. I'm sure a lot of work went into it, and we did sign a decent group of players. But we we need more. Look at looking at that squad. We need more and a lot more up front. You know, a third of that squad probably wouldn't be at the club if. Koeman have been in charge a few years back, you know, in no, terms of what, the time they were recruited. They've been brought in to maybe make up the numbers and they're on big contracts and for some reason, it's you know, some of them may just stay because there's no interest in them. Or because they don't wages. want to leave, they want to stay on the money, they're not. Exactly, exactly. You know, but whereas that, again, is a transitional thing that Koeman will address in the years You can't do it overnight. Yeah, yeah no. you can't. And that's the thing with modern-day football, everyone wants instant success, but I do... I do... Uh, I, have, I do have confidence in it. Everyone does, but ultimately only a few teams win trophies. Only a few. Really. Have yeah. picked. Top four and maybe the odd team out of the top six will win the League Cup and stuff like that. So only at the end of the day a few teams win a trophy. We have to believe that we, we've got that vision behind us now to make us one of them few teams yeah. that win the yeah. trophy. That's why we have to be cool now. You know, and, and it's hard because we, we, we desperately want us to do well. And we're sitting at that lot over there rubbing our noses in it. We are. I am. So we just have to, unfortunately, our best weapon is patience. It's so shit to say, but that's that really is the case. Yep. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> best weapon is patience. Well, I need to stop knocking the deer around you, big It's just. <laughs> it is. It is tough because we all, we all, we've all waited so long, but you, you, you don't know what this season holds. You, no. None of us know. So let's just see how it pans out. Um, and I'd still say the same if we lost against Man City. And, yeah. and Drew with Burnley, I'd still, I'd still have confidence that this can be a good season, and we're going to have a good future under this manager. Yeah. So absolutely. So we'll see how the rest of the month pans out in the rest of the season. Who knows? We'll beat City three 0 and lose to Burnley. <laughs> no one Everton. Yeah. No one Everton. But um, absolutely. We've covered most of the games there. Obviously, we've we've, we've looked at the Palace game in a bit more detail, but without doing you know huge reviews of, of each but yeah. we did ask the supporters didn't we for a review of the season so far which it is what what about seven games old seven games which about eight or nine weeks into the season are we I think so yeah this international football has made me feel like we played 20 games but we've only no, played seven ridiculous isn't you it you really need to do all the international football in the summer you know when I, when Ten games back to back, like it's a knockout, lads. In fancy day, yeah. ten days, ten international games. Get them all up suddenly, and then then we can all have our season in peace. Because this, quite frankly, is ridiculous. Well, we we asked supporters to give their we did. three word review. Three word review. Yeah, um, we're going to read some out some out as we usually do the tweets. So we do. we've got go steady steady Eddie. Let's just put room for improvement. I think we can all agree on that one. Uh, Kieran Sloan. Uh, it's put up and down. Yeah, again, that's that's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toffee Nick has put uh, great till September. Um, mm. Coma, it's just a guy and a gay. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's almost dipped lately, hasn't he? He's not. It's almost a shock when when he doesn't play ten out of ten, isn't it? You know. We this first month he was just unreal, wasn't he? he? Was... Could have given him the match for everything. So. Oh, but he's set the standard. You see, it's another. The focus is on him. He needs to. To keep up for the rest of the season, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, our Ben's put it onto us and getting there slowly. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, and then let's see a few more. We've had 
Um, Casey just whacked me out on your cover there. Casey's put her uh, fans need patience. That's what we're trying to say, yeah, isn't it? I agree with that, Casey. Uh, you're not going to get many who sort of... It's such a... You know, it's not what fans want to hear, but it is the only way. Um, Caldy7 has put only 11 players. True. Uh, so true. about that. There's not much behind. It's it's worrying. Um, with Lukaku getting a bit of a knock for Belgium and Jagielka getting a bit of a knock for England and Romero Funes Mori talking about leaving. It's just like... Where, where are we going to be next summer in terms yeah. of or, or in terms of the, the transfer window in January? We're, we're going to have to bolster ideally. You know, the, obviously, Ena Valencia is not going to be a long term option. Aruna not Kone, now, isn't? Aruna Kone <laughs> and, and Nias are just not the answer. No, let's be honest. So Tom Cleverley's not going to have much of an impact this season. Neither is Oviedo. So you're looking at. The ones who are disappointing is Morales, Telephone, Ross Barkley, and they're the ones who we're going to rely they're, they're on. They're the ones who we need. And Lukaku, if he gets injured, we're yeah. goosed. Honestly, we're goosed if he gets injured. Alan Price also just said that the squad needs strengthening, and we all agree on that one, definitely. But like you say, behind... There'll never be a time when Everton's exactly squad... There'll never be a time when Everton's squad doesn't need strengthening. No, there never will be, you're right. I think that's, that's the same for every squad, to be honest. Even yeah. the best squads will always look to improve. But I, I have to say, I was watching the reserves, who do an excellent, by the way, really sort of feel-book story about the club, aren't they? The yeah. Um, and and the Asi and Calvert-Lewin, the signing from Sheffield United, were up front the striker. against Liverpool, yeah. And Calvert-Lewin, streets ahead of the Asi. Yeah. I've never seen a player like the Asi. He scored, but the ball hit him rather than him hit it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was more the quality of the ball in rather than the finish that got the goal. But, uh, you know, I, I really wanted to, to sort of see him excel on that level, which you think he would. But nothing. Absolutely atrocious, really. He'll get off in January, yeah. Yeah, he's like a really bad... He's like... If Amakachi and Bakayoko as a kid together, and, and like he took the worst part of Amakachi, which was his control, and Bakayoko, which was just his all round cokeheadedness. <laughs> <laughs> and they spawned oh my the ass. But yeah, no, it's, it was, it's like that. And I love Amakachi. <laughs> there is some, there's some good young players there, and as the season progresses, we we did think we'd see a bit more of the old Tom Davises and the Kieran yeah. Dahls and. Um, who looked different John, class. John Joe Kenny signed a new deal, hasn't he? Yeah. And maybe we will later on in the season see a bit more, but we may not have a choice because the squad's like that, you know well, what I mean? I, that, that's after the Bournemouth game, I really said, rather than these Deadwood players, scars with log cabin, we could build log cabins all around that wall, you know, yeah. Goodson Park, with the amount of Deadwood we've got, was, was, was to get the youngsters to try ahead of these types of players, you know? Just, surely there's better coming through, we are absolutely owning it. Um, at youth level, aren't we everywhere? You know, so it's like, why don't we give them a chance? There's Liam Walsh, who apparently is, you know, better than any of them. Mm. But together, they're not getting all of him. I don't know. But even against Knowledge, there was not not no, nice not there. No, no. Looks at Calvert Lewin. Looks a real good player. He's got two goals for England in midweek as well. You know, which is going to help his confidence. And do, stuff. You, do you remember the last game of the season last season when we saw Davis? Davis. Kenny played, didn't he? Um, Tom Alan Ball Davis on the day. Who's the other lad who, who, whose name was deceived? Callum Connolly came in, didn't Callum he? Connolly. Right back. And all of these lads looked more than up for it. And then yeah. we sent Luke Garbutt out on loan. None of the others really went on loan, did they? No, he Con- got lunch from him. I think he's gone now, has he? He's gone, yeah. yeah. Con- Connor McElhaney's still there. He must be about 40. He's due with testimonial, he hasn't played a game. It's just... <laughs> Is he going to make it? He must see something. See, though. Conor McElhenney is older than Lukaku. We all know that. It's a famous stat. So he's clearly not going to make it at Everton, is he? Well, why is he still there, then? Exactly. It's like they well, can't get rid of him or something. On somebody His ma must be a cleaner there or something there. Yeah, maybe like Forrest Gump. The ma's like the, yeah. you know, got the head teacher around most nights. Well, maybe he's got some inside information, so he's got a confidentiality agreement and he has to stay at the club. <laughs> There's a few like that, I believe. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the youth side of it is, is good. The squad side for the first team isn't great. First I'd, I'd agree as good with, as it's been for a long time. I'd agree with the comments there. But yeah. in terms of a review, there's people saying work in progress and, you know, yeah. wait till September. Um, you can't really disagree with them, can you? No, not there any so. others? That's about it, mate. It's a slow response. I only asked about 10 minutes ago, but I think yeah. the general gist is we have to be patient. Yeah, well, you know? we, I've done a, a poll before. I don't usually do them. Yeah. Um, over 700 people voted. Um, just basically said, yeah. 
season so far, what what do you think? Yeah. And thirty-one uh, percent said we were doing well. Um, it was a positive start of the season. Yeah. Sixty-six percent said we're doing okay, but we must do better. Superb. And three percent said we're doing poorly. Oh, so I feel like I'm on an episode of You Bet. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's, <laughs> no, the, result, right, that's the results I of the poll. Say poorly. Um, Thirteen no, points from seven games isn't poor. Um, whether whichever way we got the points. 13, you know, it's, it's, I think it's 14 points, isn't it, man? Is it? Yeah, apologies, yeah. yeah. Four, so, I mean, two points a game, the old saying was, used to win you the title. <laughs> so they're gonna win still the, time, yeah. There's still time, yeah. We'll be busy, listen, it's going to be fine. Maybe Umar will start banging him in in the what? other 21s and he'll come back in. I've seen a headline, but I, was, I think I was bevied at the time. It said, I'll fire Cumin into the Champions League. Was that a, a, a Sky Sports kind of joke or Must a Sky been. Sports joke? <laughs> either way, it's not funny. But... <laughs> So there you go, that's the discussion over in terms of uh, activity on the pitch. Yeah. As for our fans' reviews, they give them, and there's a few other bits and bobs that we'll just cover in that before we look at Edge City. Yeah. Um, Gareth Barry, 600 games we've already mentioned. Yeah. Um, but still doing know, the business, isn't he? Still, you know, he has. No, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. Being realistic, he's dropped off it a little bit the last game or two, but I'm not going to hold back against him. He's, he's, there's players he's been, he's sort of been bailing out a little bit, hasn't he? But thought him, him and Garner had a really encouraging start to the season, didn't they? You know, but Barry, you can tell, is different class on the ball. You can tell he's the most skillful player in this. I would, I would argue that he is the most skillful. I think he's got more skill to him than Dolph Folks. Just looking as chiselled as ever. Ever looks hurried on the ball. Never looks rushed. Never looks panicky. Never has always got time, which is you know the ultimate sign of a good player. And and he's just a different class. Yeah, and I can't believe we're saying this after you know we hounded him so much. Madness first, second season, wasn't it? You know. Yeah, he, had, he, had, he had a nightmare though, didn't he? But it was like uh, in the midst of a nightmare for everyone. And yeah. He was in the middle of the park and he looked he looked five yards behind it's the post, like, didn't he? It's almost like the players' attitudes and performances were that a null void second and third seasons because that manager was that bad. You know, things had took a massive turn for the way straight after that, that we finished fifth. You know, it's it's almost like that, isn't it? You know. It is and He's uh, he, he put it right probably in Martinez's third season, Barry didn't he? And yeah. He player of the season, I think he was. Um, he's carried that on this season, but his 600 games is is a unique achievement. Really, he's only a handful of players, isn't it, that have that have done that? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll go on to you know maybe play another few hundred as well. He's got no sign. Of there's no there's no sign of him There's no sign of him. Yeah. Why not? I mean, you know, as long as he's fit and he can can perform at that level, why not? Yeah. Um, Seamus Coleman, yeah. he, he's captain in his country now and he got his first goal in last week. Made up for him, made up for him. If you want the classic sort of me to, to bring it down right to, the, to how I see it, it's not the same player that we had a few years ago. He's lost that, that edge, hasn't he, going yeah. forward a little bit. Although the, the signs for Coleman and Baines have been positive this season, haven't Yeah, they? but it's clear that to a degree age is... Is catching up with them a little bit. I know they're not, I know Coleman's not, not old at all, but he was that he was that vibrant and that innocent when he came running and on the ball and, and just beating players for fun down the right. You do expect it every time he gets older the ball. He doesn't do it so much now as he cuts in a lot and you know, whips it in early rather than try and beat the player. But he's a I made up for he's been a good servant, hasn't he? He's been a really good really good player for Evan. He's he's matured, so, he's matured yes. obviously now he's Captain. captain of his country, you've got to be made up for him. If, yeah. you, if you look at the Everton back line and think we've got Holland's number one goalkeeper now, he's number one, yeah. isn't he? Stecklenburg. What a Coleman, by that one. Irish right back is yeah. uh, captain of his country. Yeah. Ashley Williams, captain of his country. Jack Elker, we all know he's the captain of the club. Yeah. And Leighton Baines is just the captain of coolness. Um, <laughs> captain of like, the guitars. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sunday morning. So we have Seamus Coleman. Is is it's doing really well for this country. Um what else do we need to discuss? Oh I know. Anna Valencia. Anna Valencia. I mean, you've either got to take your hat off to him or scream abuse at him. There's, there's no middle ground here. I mean, as a dad myself, I think it's a lousy trick to, to be trying to get out of playing CSA, particularly when you're on that much money. You know, when he's, he's obviously earning a fortune. But to uh, to fake an injury in a game, and he did it dramatically, <laughs> to go in an ambulance. You should sign up for that. To, I, mean, I mean, all I had based <laughs> on was sort of the OJ Simpson car chase, you know, CSA chasing him for, for, for missed payments and stuff like that. I tell you what, my dad wasn't that creative. <laughs> Apparently, though, the story is he paid 30 grand or something maintenance and. She wants more she wants now, more. even though she spent down on a, on a watch in a car. Apparently, this is his comeback. Yeah, but the whole the whole thing around it is just so funny. Well, I mean, does does Evertonians? John Mello, I think, was saying get rid of him and and, and just get rid of that. And all the people going, no, you know, it's not what he does off the pitch; it's what he does on it. Well, he's not really doing it on the pitch either, is he? To be fair, but no, he, he hasn't. What he, do you do? I mean, I mean, it's such a strange one. We are a proud football club. I mean, do we do we get rid of a player because he's missing payments on his kids? Or? Oh, they won't get rid. They're not going to get rid of him. He'll come back. He'll be in the squad only for the City game if he's available. Um, it's a tricky one. It's a funny one. We should have made more jokes about it, but I, I really can't think on it. That really jumped with the with the, with the oxygen mask. Yeah, and all that. And I mean, the, the, I've never seen two two busies run so slowly. Like he's jogging down the side of the pitch. It's all right. It was a fracas outside, apparently, wasn't it? Was they, wasn't yeah. it outside the grounds with him? He's just. He's, he's, but the the breathing mask. Yeah. I, I I like to think someone's someone's run over and said, "What on earth's the problem?" And someone's gone, "Won't pay maintenance." Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that though, you know, it's like Sunday League stuff, that isn't it? Just, yeah, yeah, it's like that plod. getting carried off in a wheelbarrow. It's yeah. that type of thing. The plods are waiting to arrest you, but you know, you just go down in a heap. Next That's thing not a bad trick. Ambulance. I but. think you'll see like smackheads all around uh, Stanley Road and all that, mate. Coppers coming down, taking injury, get <laughs> stretched off using like a uh, scaffolding board or something that's laying around. Somehow know. I think that's been tried before. <laughs> but yeah. Big Anna, we thought we'd mention you. There's always one sign in, like, that, that, that's famed for something off the pitch and well, been rather on it. They actually should be arrested. I think he should be arrested for crimes against football, to be honest. They actually got arrested, didn't he, like, back, back earlier in the year and for having uh, yeah. a beating up his wife or something. That, like. That's right, yeah. That's and right. I wish he'd show... I mean, it's disgusting, don't get me wrong, but if we're going to make light of it... He should show the same kind of anger on the pitch. He's the man of a player. Yeah. But um, no, I'm joking. That's you know, just I just think Roberto Martinez just decided to leave one in the toilet for us there and not flush it. <laughs> <laughs> you got him having having murder with his bed. The other one's not paying maintenance, and Coney's just riding rounds on an elephant somewhere. He's a <laughs> to his Instagram. Still yeah. un- unbelievable. He's, he's always like, got some sort of robe on, hasn't he? Yeah. In some other country, you never you never see him. It's almost like there's, every time I see him on Instagram, it's like a coming to America where you make his, his in production. Well, it's yeah. not quite happening. Yeah. And yeah, he's got two goals for the season, Kone. Sitting on two goals mm. in the League Cup. He'll sit on that all season as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sit, not pretty. In terms of other things, before we wrap up, Mark Jagielka and Lukaku um, reportedly got injuries. Well, Jagielka has. Yeah. Um, Lukaku, Pat Man to have a knock. Tends to shake them off. I don't know. Well, his toe was it his toe? I think. I think so. Yeah, and it's worrying though, isn't it? It is because they're, they're, they're two players who we really can't do without. 
um, at the moment. Lukaku, you know, it's just scandalous that we've got zero cover behind him, and we haven't got any cover behind him, have we? Let's have it right. There's nothing behind him, so we, he can't afford to get into so Whatever's happening with him, they'll be they'll be racing around the clock to get him fit. Mm. Definitely, he tends to bounce back from these little knocks pretty quickly, doesn't he? So hopefully, he'll be alright. Well, we've got City on Saturday yeah. um, before we go to Burnley and then we've got West Ham, that should be... So you think that's another one, like, talking about the atmosphere, there's like this little bit of rivalry with West Ham, they're having a bad time. That's we've a got chance. them on Sunday, haven't we, and on, at the end of the month, yeah. you think everyone will be up for that, but you'll go and it'll just be like... See, yeah, the thought in your head is always grander than what actually happens in the stands. Yeah, and everyone will be blamed because it's a Sunday and no one's up for it, whereas no. playing West Ham on a Sunday on a telly at the end of the month, should be well up for it. And it's a chance to, after the start they've had, it's a chance to, to sort of nail them a little bit, isn't it? After, you know, them looking down on us mm. last season, and they were looking down on us, the fans they were laughing at us and stuff like that, forgetting that their own history is nothing to boast about. You know, for a third place finish, <laughs> after watching Leicester win the league last season, as uh, I'd be keeping quiet if that was my history, but... You know, yeah, it's a chance, isn't it? You know, there is a rivalry there. They do think they are better than us for some reason. God knows why. But it's a chance to nail them. It's a chance to say, you know, you know, last year was a complete fluke. You know, they're going to finish it above us again. Mm. You know, it's, it's that's what I hated about Martin. Is you had real shite clubs owning it over us. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, there was that time where three games left where West Brom leapfrogged us. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's you know, embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I mean, fair deeds to West Brom, but you know, we should be aiming higher than that. But thankfully, we are not. Well, we've got. We'll look ahead to Burnley next week, um, yeah. which will be a tough game. That, but the Man City game is going to really be tough. And yeah, um, their winning streak has come to an end, or unbeaten streak, shall we say? Yeah, uh, City. But they're, they're still obviously a fantastic side with a fantastic coach, and they've got some really good players. So it'll be a tough test. But I do have confidence that Kuman or Nall to go and set his side out there. And you know we won't go yeah. there just to shut up shop. We're not that no. type of side. We haven't been that type of side for years, but. We'll go there, and as you said before, I do think there's the to be had city, yeah. and I think Tottenham have opened them up. And with the international break, hopefully, a few of their international players, yeah, Silva and De Bruyne, are maybe feeling the pace, and then they've got one eye on Barca, yeah. Um, let's hope you, know, you, you just never know, do you? Yeah, they're kind of a blip, aren't they? So let's hope it continues against us, but we have to play at our very best. Um, you know, really, um, sort of Tottenham first 45 minutes, I think that's the level. Mm. That we need to be at to, to sort of compete with City there. You know, they've got fabulous players, haven't they, all over the pitch. De Bruyne, the, the star for me, mm. Aguero as well, but De Bruyne is the one that really mm. turns them into a good team, into a great team, if you ask me. We've got to watch him. He's excellent, isn't yeah. he? His, the statistics back that up. But Sterling is uh, yeah, he's the one to watch his, of his, of his life, life, really. He's reemerged, he, hasn't he? Yeah, he he's, has. he's doing yeah. well. John Stones. Yeah. Um, he sort of slotted in effortlessly there, hasn't he? He's done well. Yeah, he, he has, but... There's the some size, mistakes there. The size of his face just does my head in now, you know? Yeah. It's a weird one. I've got, I've nearly got bad things to say about him, but it's almost like he's become he's some cute. sort of wonder kid in his own eyes. I don't know. I just, You're right. I've it's seen almost him like for England and, he's too happy with himself. Yeah. And be happy, of course. Like overly giving interviews for City and videos. Yeah. and Never heard of people. He's on his Instagram. I don't know. It, Maybe that's just me being a bit more paranoid about it, but I do, when I see his face now, it does annoy me. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but... Only one of good love. Um, now, you're right, it, he is a bit, you know, we're sounding like Sal Gage. Good luck to him, I hope he does well. Um, he's certainly got the talent, but he is looking a bit too pleased for himself. Yeah, it's like the cat that's got the cream, which, fair enough, you charge the Man City 50 million, you're going to look like that, but <laughs> he is doing me head in. But if, if anyone knows how to play against John Stones, it's Everton FC, so... And you'd hope Lukaku, who's probably faced him in training 101 times, you know. Exactly, and I just hope that either Morales or Delafoe actually turn up on Saturday and have some a good breakfast just remember them, what that payment goes into their bank every week is and, for. And, and are up for it, and then they can show against... A big side, yeah. And, you know, especially with Delphoe with the with the Spain links with Guardiola. Yeah, absolutely. Let's really have a go at them. And uh, we showed like against them in the League Cup last season where we bossed it. Remember when Mo yeah. had a blind and we beat them two one. Yeah. Um, we done we done really well then, and, and we we can match anyone on our day, but we've just not seen it for three seasons and Spot on. for three right. years. Sorry, and uh, Saturday would be the perfect tonic to. 
sorry, the perfect way to, yeah, to put these last perfect. three results behind us. Because yeah. one positive result there and everybody's on the bounce again, everybody's exactly. thinking positive. And then you're going to Burnley, you've got West Ham. Yeah, every chance then that we can turn, you know, one point to our city into seven. And then mm. everyone's forgetting about what happened, you know, against the Palace and against Bournemouth and all that. So that's what we need. Yeah. You know, let's face it, we'll all take six points out of nine now. Um, to beat yeah. Burnley and to beat to beat West Ham, which is what we should be looking to do. You know, although Burnley are looking not too bad this season, are they? They're picking up the obvious. Yeah, they're doing all right. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, you know, we, we should be looking to exert ourselves over them, definitely. We should be, and um, that probably brings us nicely to an end, Mark. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to discuss? No, I think the, the Irish girl who used to keep sending me the family guy uh, things keep them coming in because they're hysterical. I absolutely love her. She's, uh, she's funny. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I have to say that, mate. Yeah, no, no, honestly, got, you know, got to give her a mention. She's, she's making me laugh every morning when I wake up. So it's funny. Soppy, I have to say that, mate. I have to. He's soppy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll let you off with that one. <laughs> but we're back next week, aren't we? Um, we're going to come back and, and review the Man City game with the lads. The others are joining us, aren't they? Yeah. Um, they are. So we're going to the James Window Pub, aren't we? So wow. it's like a, it's like a fan focus excursion. Yeah. And we'll get in the mystery machine and head down with the lads. And then yeah. with the lads. And and then after that the Burnley game, isn't it? We'll have to try and fit one in around that and the the, the West Angle. It's a full time job trying to do these, isn't it? Mate, it is. If anybody fancies paying us for them, that's oh, sad. Oh, wouldn't that be wouldn't great? Being paid to chat shit. To chat shit. Mate, there's plenty of people doing it. Why not us? That, I'd love that to be our motto in the future. Ever. Being paid to chat The Everton Fan Focus podcast, being paid to chat shit. <laughs> Unfortunately, it hasn't happened yet. If anyone's got any rich sponsors that want to come on board, uh, <laughs> I'm very open on Twitter to opportunities. We're, we're absolute holes on Twitter now, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, well, it's been good to catch up again, Mark. And you are. We've probably just digested a month's worth of Everton content within an hour. And two beers. And two beers. <laughs> and uh, you've even got some tea to finish off there. So. I have, mate, yeah. Yeah. Start um, now. It's nearly breakfast. Hopefully you've enjoyed that, listening to us waffling on. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Thanks very much. See you again. See you again. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.